to Book Talks Podcast. This is Kayla. And Marissa. And this week we read... The Only One Left by Riley Sager. (laughs) Thrillers. I was just... I actually did not know the name of that title because I knew it was just the thriller we've been reading. And I've been telling people I've been reading the Riley Singer new thriller, but I did not know the title. Yeah, yeah. No, it's his new book, The Only One Left. Um, and this was our first thriller of the season. So I was super excited and even more excited that I actually liked it. I mean, we'll get into it, but I have a history with Riley Sager that it's very convoluted because on the one hand, I think he kind of introduced me to the world of thrillers with the last time I lied and it was so good and it became my instant favorite thriller. And from that point forward, I read every Riley Sager book. But then he started going into paranormal, scary stuff. And I kind of don't like his writing as much anymore. So you put that in my head before reading it. This is my first Riley Sager book. And uh, when and this kind of referenced a lot of ghosts. Mm-hmm. And I really thought they were going to go the ghost path. And I was like, I really hope they don't because I also hate ghosts. Yeah. That was the reason I started Layla of... Um, Colleen Hoover's book and I, I was like my final book that I ever tried reading in person because I hate ghosts and it was like pretty much like a ghost love story and it was like really traumatic for me so I okay. stopped um so I was scared but it actually wasn't no this book actually surprised me I liked it I like the ending a lot I got mm-hmm. a little bored in the middle I have to say okay I was riveted the whole way through I like really couldn't put it down um, but I was also like with thrillers, my mind's just constantly making theories about what could happen. And I made several TikToks actually about some of those theories. And I was right on the big one. But I will say the ending of this book was just like twist, 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 twist. And I just was like, holy cow, could not keep up with all the twists. It was crazy. No, I was really blown away. I was actually on a run. I like took a week off and then got back into running. And the run was 40 minutes. I didn't even notice how long the run was because I was like so entranced with the last like hour of the book. I was mm-hmm. listening to this one that I the run felt like walking because I was like, oh wow, this is just so good. So no, wow. I really like the ending a lot. Uh-huh. Um I just got a little bored in the middle. I was like, I wanted her to just like I just felt like she wasn't talking fast enough for me or typing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I wanted I wanted more of the typing as well. Do we want to give a synopsis before we get into the book? Sure. I don't have the book sleeve with me, but essentially this book is about a girl named Kit who is a caregiver and she has recently been suspended from her job for something that happened. Uh, we know we know she killed someone. Um, more details to come on that front. Um, but it wasn't her fault and uh, they end up letting her come back to her job and she goes to be a caregiver at a mansion, Hope's End, for a woman named Lenora Hope who, uh, if you know the Lizzie Borden chant, like what she took an ax, gave her mother 40 wax or something like that. Have you heard that chant? No. <laughs> okay. Well, there's a similar one for Lenora Hope. She allegedly murdered her entire family in 1929. Uh, her mother, her father were stabbed to death and her sister was hung by a rope. And so this is about Kit going to be a caregiver at this creepy mansion with a Mrs. Baker and a couple other staff. And, um, I kept saying the whole time through, if you've read Rebecca by Daphne Muir, which I'm not sure if you have, no, it's, it gave me very similar vibes to that. In Rebecca, there's this, um, the, uh, the, like the equivalent of Mrs. Baker to this book. She's like 
coin with the main character throughout the entire book. And I just, with this book, felt like Mrs. Baker was iffy. Like every interaction with her, I was like, I don't trust Mrs. Baker. I don't trust her at all. Like, is she sneaking into Lenora's room? Is she the murderer? So anyway, if you've read Rebecca, it's a very similar vibe as far as gothic thriller. And uh, yeah, it's just the story of Kit trying to figure out what happened in 1929 with Lenora Hope. I think my favorite part about this book was actually the jumping back in time to get more of Virginia and Lenora's time and Hope's end when they're growing up. Um, before I get into that, we should say a spoiler warning. Since it is a thriller, we will be spoiling everything because I feel like we need to talk about the ending to talk about our thoughts and the whole thing. Uh Um, So that was a spoiler warning. I think it was incredible how he played it where it was truly Virginia telling the story, but we all thought it was Lenora. Yeah. She never referred to her them as their names he's he mm-hmm. used those it wore those names of endearment mm-hmm. and it really threw me off yeah so that was 50 percent way through what i guessed um that twist i said and there were a couple a couple things about it the names being one um i noticed that the only people who called lenora hope lenora in present day was like jesse carter um and kit but Archie and uh, Miss Baker, who knew her from the past, would only call her Miss Hope. And I felt like that was a clue, which it was. Um, they called her Miss Hope because she's not Lenora. Um, the other clue was, uh, like you said, using the terms of endearment in the past. And then there, the third thing was... Um, you know, the person walking around her room at night and Kit was like, was someone in here? And Lenora was like, oh, it was my sister. It was Virginia Hope. And it's like, if I believe that ghosts do not exist, the only possible explanation for that is either Virginia's still alive and she's in this house or Virginia is Lenora Hope. And so I took the gander that Lenora Hope was actually Virginia Hope. I didn't see any of the other twists, though. The one thing, though, I do wonder is remember when Kit, like, like, whenever she heard footsteps, like, Kit stormed into her room and, like, uh, Virginia was laying in bed. Who was that? Because she said even a if she could walk, like, she couldn't move that fast. Uh-huh. I guess maybe it was Jesse, but where was Jesse at? Yeah, at the end, they made it sound like it was Jesse going in to have nighttime chats with her grandma. But yeah, I mean, that that's a bit of a, like, if you stormed in on someone, you would see them. So I don't know. Yeah, that was the only part that I was like, ah, oh, doesn't really, doesn't really add up to me there. But <laughs> yeah, but the rest of it. <laughs> no, it was good. And Jesse was really good by hiding her messages in audiobooks. I had wondered if I, I had thought a more sinister thing. I didn't think it was like, hi, grandma. It's nice to meet you. I thought it was like, I'm going to kill you. Lenora. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I did think she may be speaking through the Walkman, but I thought it was like mean things, not nice things. <laughs> I wonder when uh, it was a lot of, it was crazy whenever she was throwing the globe at her hand I really didn't know what what way that was gonna go that was so 
funny to me that then after she's like begging for forgiveness <laughs> I'm like you crazy person why would you drop a snow globe in this lady's hand it's her most prized possession you are freaking crazy yeah, that was really mean I, I was like wow that was really like she couldn't even well she could speak but like she couldn't yeah. speak she couldn't move like if, if yeah. in reality then like this she was really paralyzed and couldn't speak uh-huh. um that was messed up that was messed up yeah <laughs> but I mean she could move she could speak um hopefully she's not too heartbroken about the snow globe because I mean it did shatter it was her like last possession from her parents but well the house was falling down anyway so sure she would have lost it anyway <laughs> um but speaking of the parents worst father ever <laughs> yeah it does like, I feel like it wasn't a really surprise but like especially back ten, back then in times like I just feel like that's every time I hear about a, a rich couple from old times they all sound awful so I wasn't yeah. that surprised um Kit's father surprised me more oh okay that was the twist I just did not see coming but in part because the ages didn't make sense to me um Lenore I was I thought Kit was like in her 20s but I guess she'd already had 12 years of caregiver experience so maybe she was in her 30s but regardless her dad would have been in his 70s wouldn't he have been yeah my only thing I could think of is that that he waited a lot longer to have Kit than when he first had his first like he was a young boy when he had that the son with well, no, right. with Virginia so and I can see that like I think Jesse was really young mm-hmm. um so I can see that like the timing of when he had kids because he can have kids till whenever because he's a boy yeah he did seem he didn't she didn't really portray, he didn't really portray her age it's hard because it's like a girl's point of view we heard the whole book uh-huh. um she didn't really describe her father physically so we don't yeah. really know it could be it could be old I did really like, though, how it circled back to the beginning and how she thought her dad had a girlfriend in the living room and that he was sneaking out to see his girlfriend. And really, that was Mary. And it, like, came full circle. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. He's a murderer. Twice. He's a murderer. So this was another thing, the ending. I don't know if you had this experience because you listened to it on audiobook, but you probably listened to it at, like, a 2.0 speed. I felt like the ending was very quick and I did not have time to digest it, um, which happens a lot of times with thrillers. That's not surprising. So it's good we're talking about it. But the ending did go very fast. And so now that you're saying that he was Ricky, I don't know why I thought he was the son. No. So, yeah, him, Kid's dad hadn't like, like had a child with Virginia. Gosh. So yeah, that's why... Virginia's child, I think, did pass away when yeah. he had Jesse. But I think he had his him very early, like as a young okay. boy. And then he had Kit later in life. Interesting. Yeah. Well, he so he was a murderer through and through. Yeah, many times. Many times. But yeah, I mean, I think killing Mary was unnecessary. I, and killing so here's the thing. Killing um Virginia's mom was like fine in a way because she was asking for it like she wanted to die um but killing mary was like full-on murder i think even killing his wife was like a mercy yeah 
Like she was in so much pain and she was asking for it as well. Um, I thought, I thought he was, it was going to be revealed. He like forced the pills down her throat or something. Um, but no, he allegedly, it was a mercy killing. This is put a pillow over her face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but man, letting his daughter take the fall for that. Yeah, he's effed up. I can't believe he killed himself. All this time, he's been, like, literally fighting for himself. Like, he's killed yeah. three people to protect himself. Why did he go down like that? I don't know. I don't know, honestly, except that maybe Riley Sager just wanted to give us, like, a happy ending and, you know, him dying in a heroic fashion or something was better than the alternative. Yeah. No, I like the book. I don't like love thrillers and I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, no, I think I might actually run the thrillers more than I should run to romantics. I kind of get bored when I run to romance books. But also, I feel like if I run to thrillers too much, it might make me scared to go on runs on myself. True, true. No, it will. So especially like I've talked about Karen Slaughter a thousand times, but there I, I have distinct memories of listening to Karen Slaughter books on walks with my dog and me just like, looking over my shoulder because I'm reading about these graphic crimes against women and I get like nervous out alone by myself. Yeah. That's the thing with thrillers. They make you so, I just like being oblivious sometimes to bad things. So I could just live my life in peace. That's why I don't love watching the news, but I feel like this is a bad way to live life. Um, <laughs> but I also don't want to be scared of like my own shadow when I go like to do things. So yeah. We'll see. I might need some. I want. I I really like this book. I really like the one from Ruth where we we read last season, mm-hmm. with the whole like Oxford. Was it Oxford? Yeah. So I kind of like those kinds of vibes of of thrillers. So okay, the It Girl. That one was the It Girl. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Yeah. So you should stay away from Karen Slaughter books because those are about crimes against women. <laughs> um, yeah. And stick to the like, yeah, more more like this. Although not ghost stuff. I am glad this didn't turn into ghosts because, um, so he has a book called Lock Every Door that was ghosts. I think in the end, maybe it wasn't ghosts, but then it kind of like left it up in the air. Like, was it ghosts? Was it not ghosts? Um, and then the house across the lake, I also felt went whole paranormal. And I was just like, okay, Sager, you're going in a direction I can't follow. Um, so maybe don't do Sager's newer books, although this one was fine, but, um, you know, I do recommend, I do really recommend The Last Time I Lied by Riley Sager. It's like, I'm not sure if it's my favorite or this is my favorite because I really liked this one, but they're both, they're both in the top, top for me. Wow. I'm, I'm, this is a big badge of honor coming from you, the, the thriller queen. I was shocked when I finished this book and I immediately texted my mom and I was like, I put it on hold at the library for you. I really like this one. And I debated giving it a full five stars on Goodreads. And then I was like, no, because I think I'm comparing it against Riley. If I'm comparing it against Riley Sager's other books, it's a five star easy. If I'm comparing it against the world of the world of thrillers, it's like a 4.6. Um, just because I did think the ending was unbelievable. All the twists, like the fact that Kit was literally Ricky's daughter and Ricky had married Lenora and Kit just, or not married, had a baby with Virginia and Kit just happened to be working here for Lenora Hope. Like 
it was all just really coincidental um it was good don't get me wrong it was good but um that's the only reason I kind of knocked off some points just because I was like well it is kind of unbelievable well so he said he stepped he stayed around because he thought Virginia was dead and that's why and I I think that's also why uh she was never allowed outside by Lenora um that was one of the things that gave me away on, on Mrs. um Baker baker it's because she's like oh like lenora doesn't go outside like we don't miss mrs uh hope doesn't go outside and it's like that's like literally healthcare 101 is like you need fresh air like you cannot be trapped in a room forever the one thing i am confused about who hates sitting in their room because remember everyone hates sitting in their room no, but that contest did with their dad and they're like my sister used to be really good at it was it lenora that was really good at sitting in her room yes Lenora was so when we were flashing back in time he made you think Virginia was evil and Lenora was good at sitting in her room but then when Lenora is or when Virginia is giving birth to the baby right before that Lenora locks her in a room and is like let's play your favorite game and Virginia's like no let me out and then she gives birth to a baby so it was Virginia who created the game I think I would be really good at that game. <laughs> I would just get a book, especially in a house that big. I would yeah. just get a book. I mean, her room would have been nice. She would have had a window. She would have had all her toys in there. The layout of the house does confuse me because it sounded like Kit had a door that led to a balcony. Oh, yeah. And I thought that Lenora or Virginia did too. So she's like, How am I gonna bring her outside? She go down the stairs. I'm like, doesn't she have a balcony just to wheel her out to the balcony? That was the only thing that really confused me. Yeah, I I don't know. I didn't really pay attention to the layout of the house. The house actually was the scariest part of the book to me. Um, I if I am ever on a house on the side of a cliff and it's leaning, I'm out of there. It killed me what Jesse did to um, Kit the first night uh, with the Ouija board. Yeah, that was when I was like, "Oh my god, it's a ghost!" thing. like, "Count me out." And when they had to talk about like Virginia being in the room, I was like, "Oh my god, the ghost is here!" Like, count me out. But it ended up not being that at all. Yeah, he likes to throw in little paranormal tidbits just to freak you out. But he generally stays on the side of reality, with the exception of the two books I mentioned maybe it's his thing it's his yeah kink. it's his thing but no I mean a leaning house oh my gosh you would not catch me in a leaning house on the side of a cliff you know who made me nervous for no reason at all who? Carter in the car with Kit I was like waiting for Carter to be like it was me all along and just like stab her so okay I I thought Carter killed Mary um because the when um Uh, what's her face when Kit was at the terrace and she kind of almost fell over and then Carter sees her it said like he looked like he'd seen a ghost or something and he called out Mary and thought she was Mary and so in my mind I thought maybe Carter and Mary were a thing and something went wrong and he accidentally pushed her or something I don't know um but then in the car when Kit was accusing him of that of killing Mary it didn't make sense her reasoning because just because Mary knew Carter wouldn't inherit Hope's end, he wouldn't inherit it 
if they ever did the blood test to prove he was the grandson. So I'm like, there would be no point in him killing her over that because like they're going to need proof that he's the grandson for him to inherit. Um, so I thought her reasoning there was a little faulty, but I, I, I got it since I also thought he may have killed Mary. Yeah. The only thing also, the ending, how much money did Virginia have? Because it sounded like Hope's end was going down the drain, but also like the house went down. So like any worth that the house had was in the ocean. Yeah, no, the whole house was in the ocean. And then um, Lenora inherited Virginia's money that was supposed to be in the trust for her because she inherited like her own. And then when she took on the different personality, she inherited... I don't, I actually didn't really get how she inherited it all, but it said she got all the money. And so I'm like, well, cause Virginia was declared dead. So where would it have gone? Yeah, I guess it would have gone to her, but yeah, no, I mean, she got all the money. She spent it all to upkeep hopes end and then hopes end went into the ocean. So I don't know what money Lenora has probably none at this point. Um, but well, Lenora's dead, but Virginia had, and she oh sent everyone tickets to go to Paris. And I'm like, where did you get this money from? Maybe Jesse had some savings from cleaning. <laughs> and then also, like, she, um, they fixed up Kit's house to, like, house Virginia in, like, a nice way. And I'm like, where did they get this money from? I didn't get that either. I thought maybe Kit's father left her some money because since he died, she got whatever he had. But he wasn't, like, a wealthy man. Yeah, it threw me off for sure. So our, our plot holes in this book are um, the layout of the house, where money. was the money, and who doesn't like sitting in their room? I know. I really would sit, I would read so many books. Lock yeah. me in there for a day. I dare you. <laughs> yeah, for a day, but not for 54 years. No, no, no. But also, she's crazy pretending that she can't talk or speak or walk for um 55 years. Absolutely not. I would just... I w- that's insane I I would lose it I would lose my mind yeah and maybe she did maybe that's why she was okay with staying in there I I mean that was absolutely crazy to keep up this gambit what just to get back at your sister but Talk like about spitefulness <laughs> I'm like but who's really suffering here Virginia I mean you're the one locked in your room pretending to be paralyzed she literally went into a diaper for 55 years because she wanted to get back at her sister. Oh my gosh. It's just crazy. If that's not civil sibling rivalry, like, I don't know what is. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, she took it to the next level. I, I applaud her for that, but I would not uh, have the capacity to do that. No. no, I would just run away. I don't know what I would do, but I would try and run away. I think I'd actually rather just kill myself than go sit paralyzed for 55 years. No, I agree. And to be honest, like her sister was crappy to her, but her sister didn't do anything I wouldn't have done in the situation with the baby. I mean, if my dad was saying, take that baby in the other room, I mean, we know the dad's not a good man. Like I would have probably been scared and taken the baby in the other room. And ultimately the sister worked out for Miss Baker to watch the baby. I mean, at least until, you know, Virginia could, could get out of the house, which ended up being never, but I'm just saying like the sister was bad and mean, but I didn't really get a 54 year spitefulness that she held on to. 
No, I mean, it's not like Sisters Bicker, like Sisters Bickier. Like, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't that intense. And even, like, maybe she felt like she was mad because, like, she went to Europe for two years and like, lived her dream. But, like, it wasn't that extreme to literally do that for 55 years. It's not worth it to me. Yeah. No. I mean, I did think the sister was evil for making Virginia become Lenora. That was yeah. crazy and like psychotic. But at any point, Virginia could have gotten up and walked out of that house. <laughs> yeah, there, no one was keeping her there, literally. Any <laughs> night, there was no one even, like, no one was even in the house. Yeah, so, I mean, it was, it was, I get sibling rivalry, but I didn't think uh, what Lenora did warranted uh, Virginia pretending to be paralyzed for 55 years. <laughs> I agree. But overall, I really like this as a thriller. As someone who doesn't love thrillers, I enjoyed this book. And I would give another book of his a, tr- a, a shot. Yeah. I think I'd yeah. give it like a four, a four stars. I just still, I don't, I will never love thrillers, but I give it a four stars for me liking it as much as I did. Yeah. I gave it 4.6. I, I think I stand by that rating because it was good. There were parts that were unbelievable, but with any book, you've got to suspend your imagination. And I personally was captivated from the first page. I loved the premise as far as um, her typing out what happened. Uh, And then like, you know, trying to get to the bottom of it. I almost got a little bit of good, a good girl's guide to murder vibes from it just because it's like Kit trying to get the bottom of things. There were so many potential suspects. Things kept changing that changed the suspects. Um, so for me personally, who loved A Good Girl's Guide to Murder and who loved Rebecca by Daphne Muir, I thought this was a really great novel. So if that's any indication to our listeners, um, if you like those books, I think you'll like this one as well. Kit really was nosy. She like would not let it go. I was like, Kit, just do your job. Collect your paycheck and like get out of there. Oh, yeah. Thank you to Penguin Random House for sending us copies of this book. Um, we really appreciate it. We know we were not high on the list to receive, but we appreciate getting one. And we did really like the book. So we appreciate that. Yes, thank you so much. Um, and we have given our honest feedback. Uh, very honest. But we both really liked it. So really good book. Really recommend it. Um, but I guess we'll wrap it up. So thanks for listening. This is Kayla. And Marissa. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Book Talks Podcast.